Subscribe, love, like. We're sponsored by the Spunk Lube and rebroadcast by the Demon Seed Radio Network. We could not do any of this without you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, please give us that bump. Porn Stars Are People podcast. I'm Dan Frigolette. I'm here with uh, Jesse Dubai. It's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> Thank you for doing this. <laughs> My pleasure. That was the most polite, uh, <laughs> like, swinging. It's a pleasure to be here. It's a pleasure to be here. I got to act diva-ish. Yeah, <laughs> do your thing. I wasn't sure if you were going to take them off and try to sell them or... Uh, My or shoes? Yeah. I haven't moment. decided yet. I still like them. <laughs> Maybe okay. one day I'll sell them. Yeah, this is this is the thing. Uh, since I've been hanging out with this crew of people, they keep telling me uh, that I can like just sell articles of my clothing when I when I get uh, la- like lazy or it's like no no no. I'm just doing a podcast. Nobody wants to buy my socks. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not at that level. Uh, I'm in the I- in the industry. I Some people always want to buy something from someone. Maybe I don't have that kind of clout. Um, so this is AVN. We're at AVN. We're in Las Vegas. Um, Finally, the last day. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it is. It's it really is a um, it's an energy suck in a lot of ways. It's a um, it's a very fun and enjoyable experience, but it's a lot. It's like a sensory thing. What? When did you get here? How many of these have you been to? I've been to five of these awards. I've walked the red carpet um, four times. Um, I've done the convention every single year. Um, Autograph signing. So it's, you know, it's shit show, shenanigans going crazy. But as soon as I put my heels on, go through the door, and then I'm standing at my booth, it's when it hits me and I'm like, fuck. Why do I do this to myself? Oh, I thought it was going to go the other way. They're like, I'm happy to be here. But no, it's the opposite. No, of course. Uh-huh. I'm happy to be here. But at the same time, it's like, oh, shit. I'm exhausted. Yeah. And as soon as the convention is over, yay, can't wait to do this again it next is, yeah, year. It's weird. It, 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 does have that, it does have that weird sort of life cycle where you're like, yeah, it's like, so okay, button in. Like, got to do this. Let's do the task, do the thing. And then it's over. And you sort of like recoup on whatever, everything that happened. And then yes. like, I, uh, the last couple of days I've been like sleeping very heavy. So I've been having these like really deep, crazy dreams that have been like, do they've been doing that with like my life. It's like little things that have happened. It's like I'm getting these weird closures in my, in my sleep, which I don't usually, doesn't usually happen where like my brain is doing all this stuff. I'm like, you did all the things now you can like enjoy the rewards and the things like, so it's, it is fun. This is, this is a very clear, um, risk reward type of convention. Yes. At the end, you can feel that you've accomplished something. Of course, yes. At the end of the w- the whole weekend, you feel exhausted. You know, some and we end up like feeling like worse than trash. <laughs> right. But we feel accomplished. Like yeah. it was a very um, fulfilling, very productive yeah. weekend. Yeah. We get to meet fans. We get to make content. We get to do press. You know, we get. For me, it's like you know, getting a month's worth of work in a weekend. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Uh, there is something to this sort of like, uh, I like to put it as like the, the halftime parents kind of vibe where it's like when, when, there's, when there's two parents and they both have uh, 50-50 custody with the kids, then when the kids go away, mom gets a chance to recoup so that she can be a good mom next week. Yes. So doing something like this is that same kind of vibe where it's like you put everything into this one chunk, you work hard, and then like next week you just fucking know you don't have to do shit. That's how I work. Because, yeah. It's like all in and then all out. And then I do 
one week of hard work and then one week of spending time with my family, yeah. my dogs. What kind of dogs do you have? Recuperate. I have a Pomeranian, okay. a Yorkie, and okay. a Chihuahua. Little so dogs. They're all just the same size. Yes. So they that's that's a very um, when you combine those three, that is a they run the household kind of crew. Actually, the bully runs yeah. the house, the Yorkie. Oh, no kidding. The other two dogs are mine, and the Yorkie is my husband's. I see. And with my dogs um, that I had before I got married, I will tell my babies, like, go to bed, do this, yeah. do that. And, and sometimes I'll just, like, look at them, and I'll point out where to go, and they'll do it. Yeah. They're very – they were very well raised yeah. now. I, this is what I'll tell people when they try to, like – like people come to my house and they try to like say a lot of words to my dog, and it's like no, like the like body language stuff is usually enough. Like I can just look at my dog and she'll go do the thing. Like she knows what I'm thinking. She knows like we've got it down to a science. Like you like like you said, you just point, and then it's like gone. So then you haven't been able to let's say rehabilitate your husband's dog in any way. No, and it's impossible, and I will never be able to because I can, you know, not punish him, but I cannot, you know, tell him not don't do this, don't do that. You if can't tell the husband or the dog. The dog. <laughs> I mean, I can, but he doesn't listen. And when my husband, you know, as as soon as as long as my husband is there, it's like kids. Yeah. As long as my husband is there, that dog runs the house. He barks he when he wants. He does what he wants. Right. And no one tells him anything. Now, when my husband is not home, he's the most behaved dog uh, because he knows. Cause <sighs> he well, because it's a higher My mama thing. will He understands that. Yeah, he understands that you're the you're the boss. Yes. And then when when your husband's there, he it's gets like dad's he, home. He I can do whatever I yeah, want. Yeah. He just he checks. Oh, there's no consequences. Perfect. This is all my motherfucker. My daddy will yeah. take care of me. Yeah. Yep. That's my. That's kind of the. That's kind of my sister's uh, dog's vibe. It's. It's because there is an absence of control. He just. Uh, he just takes over, mm -hmm. and he decides to be the disciplinarian of all the things. Um, but then, if she's not around, we can like pretty easily like. Uh, like manage his expectations and manage his ability not to like bite other people and mm -hmm. other dogs because. He's got no, he's got no, my sister's like an anxiety, like, um, like sponge. And so she just distributes anxiety to all the creatures <laughs> in the building. And so dogs are always like, what is happening? What's going to, is, is the house falling in? What is going to happen here? So they're always on the lookout. Yeah. Well, do dogs have great danger instincts, right? Like, so like the other day they were digging, um, next to my building, the whole, my whole development is like getting huge. And so I'm like, I wake up and the fucking house is shaking. So I'm like, are we going to, like, is this fucking thing going to come in? And I just look at, I look at my dog, and she's like, I think we're fine. So I'm like, cool, we'll go back to sleep. <laughs> but like, because the dog is going to know five to six minutes before the house comes down. So yeah. the dog is like chilling. I'm like, we got to go. We got to take a walk in case this motherfucker comes in on us. <laughs> um, so, yeah. That's always, that's, that's my, fa that is always my favorite one in, in, uh, in, in like, uh, these, like, apocalypse movies. It's like, you know, the birds left two <laughs> days ago. Get the fuck out of there. What are you waiting around for? <laughs> Some people think it's the world's never going to end. Nothing's going to happen. And then when there's like just down, like, you know, all the vol volcanoes exploding yeah. and then the earthquakes yeah. and all that stuff. And then I still see people that they're like still there. Like, do you have you seen, you know, Pine Speak, the movie? Like, right. remember what happened? Which one? Um, what was that? Pine Pine Peak? No, um, Dante Peak. Yes, Dante Peak. Yes, Dante Peak. <laughs> you know the <laughs> volcano. People were still, you know, living there. I'm like, 
you do rem realize how this movie ended, yeah. right? Like, this everything went week. to shit. This happened last week. Yes. Some people were living near a volcano, and they're like, just like, there's this great photo of, of there's like a volcano in the background. This guy's like mowing his lawn. No, there was a tornado. This guy's like mowing his lawn next to a tornado. But like, these people got to understand, like, if you live near a volcano, you got to be ready at all times to pick up and go. Go. And when they say go, means go. Yeah. The hurricane, <laughs> yeah, the hurricane people have gotten very um, uh, uh, stubborn in the last few years. And they the think it's just water. Hurricane people just don't go wind. anymore. But you never know. Where'd you tell me you were from? You're from Colombia? Yes, I'm Mexican Colombian. Um, where did you grow up? I grew up a half of my life in Mexico. Oh, no kidding. And then when I turned 10 years, about 11, I came to the United States with okay, my father. Cool. Yeah. And I've been in Colorado ever since. Yeah. Do you ever go back to Mexico? No, I haven't. Most of my family is here. So oh, no way. You know, and especially with all the violence and everything happening in Mexico, yeah. it's like... I don't want to go get killed right. or robbed or anything. So y'all left, y'all left to to for better for greener pastures, as they say. Of course. Yeah. I mean, I'm planning to go at one point, but yeah. You know. But if you got nobody there, you s then then you're you're in solid ground. You stay, keep your family here. Yeah. Of course. That's cool. Um, what else are you? So you have are you three dogs? Is kind of a lot. Did you do you have a full on zoo? Like, did you have do you have other companions? Do you have cats? Do you have no. lizards? Do you have no, just three dogs. It's fun. I can, that's all I can take. My dad wants my my dad. My husband wants a cat, and I'm like, nope, no pussies allowed in the house. Ah, <laughs> I was looking up uh, <laughs> nursery rhymes yesterday, and there was all of these like really dirty nursery rhymes with like wet pussies, and it's like these are for kids. This is like a strange. Really? Yeah, yeah. It was like it was like uh, it was like literally it was something. It, it said it said pound pussy, and it said uh, and it said wet pussy, and it was like this is a weird. This is a, this is very different from the nursery rhymes that I remember. Right. There's a lot of weird language they try to sneak into old nursery rhymes. That's funny. The um okay, so what is your what is your like your calm on this weekend? What is your chill? How do you in the midst of all of this chaos? I smoke a bowl of weed as soon <laughs> as I get to my hotel. Yep. I have a glass of whiskey. Yep. I chill. And then I wait for someone to come and suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> Are you staying in this building? What do you do? No, I can never stay at any um, hotel with a casino. Why? Because I uh, people recognizes me a lot here in Vegas. No shit. Miami, right? No shit, Kim Sabi. <laughs> so imagine me, you know, four in the afternoon, hangover from the night before, or really right. exhausted, no makeup, you know, on my bathrobe. And I need to go downstairs to the lobby to get maybe a bottle of water, maybe some food or yeah. something. And I cannot come down because I need to get ready. I need to do a little, a little bit of makeup, a right, little right, bit right. of hair. Oh, so you don't want to get seen at your worst. It's not that I don't mind see being seen at my worst, but if someone sees me, they always want to take a picture with me. Yeah. And I don't want to say no. Right. I'd rather say yes, you know, because I, I never know when I'm going to see this person again right, or right. something. So I'm. If this is the moment we saw each other, let's snap the picture. And if I'm looking like, you know, no makeup, not, you know, put together at least, yeah. I don't like those pictures of me around. Sure. You know? So where do you so where do you hide if not at the hotels? Uh, I stay at like boutique hotels. Oh no sure. Okay. Just regular hotels yeah. with no no casinos in this it. This is my first run at being in Vegas, not being on the strip, and I didn't realize they had they have just like there's like a there's a residency and there's all the regular shit once you get outside of this little square. There's all the regular shit like a normal town. Mm -hmm. It's like, cause I, I was like, I was like, go the first time I came to Vegas, I like, I like almost went broke just on coffee budgets. It was yep. like five, six, seven, eight dollar coffees, and you go two blocks. It's a regular Dunkin' Donuts, two bucks again. It's like, I didn't know that. 
It's like I could have just been there and been safe and been good again. And save money. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, that, uh, it wasn't until I, I – uh, this is how I put it in perspective in my head. Las Vegas is Times Square. Uh, right on the strip is, is, is like the center of Times Square, and then as soon as you get outside of the madness, you're just back in a regular normal place again. Yep. And then I'm staying, I'm staying on the far side of the town now, so I'm staying like near the mountains. So it's like I now – like this morning was the first time I was like, oh, I get it. I get why people would live here. Because it's so gorgeous on the edges of oh the town. Yeah. It's, it's like really right around. Pretty. Yeah. So that's cool. So you've been going these for five years. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. if somebody's coming in and they want to like figure out how to like do this thing, what would be your advice to somebody? Do what thing? Doing well, porn? Thi- like a, one of these conventions and like the just the chaos of the thing. Like what what what's the mindset coming in? First of all, rest enough the week before. Prepare your outfits so you have them ready and you know what you're going to wear each day, yep. you know. Um, drink a lot, and I mean a lot of water. Yeah. And, you know, have a edible or, you know, a joint in your purse. Just, you know, whenever the stress from, I don't get this wrong, but I love my fans. I love smiling. I love, you know, being, like, happy for them. But sometimes... I'm in. I'm in the mood. I'm tired. I'm. You know. Whatever is going through. We all know. We can only, as humans, take so much interaction. Yeah. Like for example, right now, my jaw hurts from. <gasps> yeah. Hi, how are you? Luckily, and I don't have that. I don't have that need. I was like, I was down, and somebody, somebody they interviewed like two years ago, asked to take a picture, and I was like, I think I finally got posing down. So I was like, got my thing. I got my little spot. But I'm so impressed with everybody at this show because it'll be like. Because they'll be like, they'll just make chilling, yeah, yeah, and then they'll see a camera, and then they get right in spot, and then it's like, it looks ridiculous, uh, like as an outsider, but then you look at, the, then you come around and you look at what the pose is, and like, they fucking nailed it. Yeah. They nailed it. They're so good. I got good like that, getting pictures by people, and then I started seeing, you know, okay, this is my angle, this is yeah. my. I literally tell people, I'm like, ah, raise the phone a little bit lower, bring it down there. <laughs> they know exactly <laughs> how. The pictures and all my pictures, I always, you know, proof check them. I'm like, okay, you can keep it. I yeah, like it. Oh yeah. <laughs> I are like you that picture. Are you doing other. red carpet for of this? Of course, yes. Okay, very cool. What's that commitment like? Is that it's like an hour of just? I haven't seen it. Like I've it's never seen it. It's basically pretty much an hour, or sometimes even an hour and a half of just you walking through the whole casino around it. So, so as a photographer, whoever's photographing the thing, they get their spot and they just pick a spot, and then you have to slowly just sort of plop. Blah blah. Yes. Here's my here's my pose. Walk walk walk. Here's my pose. Walk walk. Here's my pose. Basically, it's just like a um, parade. Yeah. You know, everyone's taking pictures. But much pictures slower. But much <laughs> slower. And you would think that when you walk the red carpet, you know, you're just gonna walk through the red carpet and get to that the ending. Yeah. Where the media are taking pictures yeah. and interviews and stuff. But no, the moment you go into the red carpet is like, you know, five quick steps and you're like, oh, I'm walking there. And suddenly it's like going on the highway. You're like super fast and then suddenly right. slow. And then it's like one step, then two steps, right. then two more steps, then two more steps. When you least notice, it's you've been in the carp- red carpet for like an hour yeah. and you have only moved like barely like. Five inches, you know. And then what's the what? Yeah, what's the? And then when when you get when you get to the end, then and the times are weird. So sometimes you get to the end and it's like, so f- three hours before the thing. Pretty much. So then you just go in. 
Yes, as soon as you go through the red carpet, then you go, basically you go through two red carpets. Okay. You go through the red carpet for the fans, yeah. the media, and then you go to the back where there's another red carpet for um, more mainstream media, yeah. and only the people that are like nominated right. are in on that side. On that side. Then um, once that's over, then you just go into the um, event center, the joint, and you go take your seat, have a few drinks, and you just wait for the lights to flash and let you know the show is about show to begin. About to begin. <laughs> now, ladies and gentlemen, the please show take itself your seat. is not that long, right? It's like a, it's, it's like, like an about hour and an half? hour, yeah. hour and a half. Yeah. I mean, yeah. How, how much longer do you want this award to this be? This is what the reaction I wanted. It is because people people are very like. Um, it's like, because it does, it is this whole big chore or whatever, and it's like, but it is, I, as a comedian, I know attention spans are like 90 minutes. That's like, that's the most you're going to get out of people for a live event like that. But yes. you go to some of these things, it's like, or like the Oscars is like, what is it, like three hours, three and a half, four hours, it's like, it's even, even watching at home, you're like not into it. So to be there and doing it is a lot. Oh, it's How has it changed since they've been um, broadcasting it on uh, Showtime? Because you've, you've been coming way before that. Yes, um, I feel like it's been getting more um, exposure. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a really great thing when they started putting it there, more than, uh, you know, like getting it out of the, just the website and, sure. you know, the, I guess, the circle to be able to be on, you but know. It did it change, like, the run of show? Like, is it? Is no, it a different show, same, same show? Still the same thing. Since they're recording and since they're, you know, doing the hour show, they already got, you know, how many um, slots or how many right. how do you say nominations can they fit right, right, right. in one hour and a half show. Right. And then how quickly to do the like how much of a of a th the how long the performers go for. This year it's two musicians, no comedians. I didn't know that. Who yeah. is? I'm the only. I'm paying attention because I because I would like to because I would like to be the comedian in the future. But this is the first time that they're not. So it's a it's a performer I don't know, and then it's and then it's Diplo. Oh. Yeah. I like last year when Cardi B um yes. opened. That one was fun. Yeah, she's huge. She's she and then she was like she was sort of at her at her pinnacle of like I had I've said yes to a bunch of shit, right? Because they because she committed like a full year in advance to the thing. So then uh, so now she's yeah now she's another. She's now she's in another place. I feel like I feel like she's doing all no's this year. Yeah, well, of course, yeah. She's done so much. She has worked like so much. She's you know popping. You yeah. know, every time you know when a performer says no to different projects, that only means two things: either she's taking a break, or she's working on something that she is preparing. Yeah, and right. Keeping or it down low, or, or or building demand. Like that's a, that's one, right? I feel like the man is always there, sure. even if you're, you know, if you're there all the time. Like Cher, how many times has Cher said, you know, farewell right. uh, tour, and right. we still see the bitch, you know, <laughs> singing in. What's what I mean? You say no, so then they go, no, 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 but like, but how much? How about this much money? Okay. Oh fuck Fine. it. Why not? Snap out Fine. of it. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's the game. Hey, money talks. I think that's the game. Build the demand. But yeah, Car. I feel like Cardi is was probably the perfect. Like, Fuck yeah. Like the perfect person to do this thing. And it's like, it's hard to come off of that year and like, what do you do now? We exactly, had, we right? Had, we already had somebody that fit perfect in the lane and is doing all these things. And now it's something else. That is interesting. I like the, the variety that they have. They have different performers every year. Yeah. Different um, 
genders, I guess we can say yeah. it. So, you know, it's diversity, and I like yeah. that. Yeah, I guess so. Because, yeah, I don't know who this other performer is. Do you, I don't know if you, do you know this? Do you know you don't know who the first performer is? No. You don't know? So, because it doesn't matter. You don't care. It's not, it's not that I don't care. I'm more focused on myself. Yeah, well, it's not going to change you coming or not. Yeah. So, like, it's not that you don't care, care, but it's Now, last year, yeah. when I heard that Cardi B was coming, I didn't have a red pass. I didn't have a ticket for the awards, and I wasn't even going to make the... No shit. Uh, um convention right but then i saw cardi b was gonna be and i called all my friends and i'm like get me there i need to go so um people that i work with they got me the pass i got to enjoy the show and as soon as my nomination was um presented the winner went to get their award i'm like okay you bounced i'm out (laughs) yeah i mean because the rest of the the trans performer of the year it's like the tenth award yeah. before the end. Yeah. So by that time, it's like okay, I know the next is like toys, loops, um, products. It's not a performers anymore. Right. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go. Time to yeah. go get high and go get some drinks. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is your what's your plan after the show this year? What's your? I just told you. Oh, I'm <laughs> gonna go get high and then have <laughs> some drinks. <laughs> But is there like, uh, but there's all these like like uh, specific after parties. You're, you're, you do you don't none of that. You're I done. love going after parties because I will get to meet fans there. Yeah. A uh, guy was telling me the other day. He's like, hey, I got um, two VIP passes for this party, and I got passes for that party. Uh, do you want to come? Like it's gonna be fun. Come out. And I'm like, you do realize that me as a porn star, I get passes to all of those parties because they want performers right, to be there. Yeah. For me, it's work. Yeah. Even if I'm having drinks with friends, there's people that wants to come take pictures. Basically, yeah. it's just keep doing the same thing that I was doing at the convention, right. doing it at the clubs. And I don't have fun. Right. Um, unless I'm like, you know, with me, Isabella. If me and Isabella, you know, um, goes, hey, let's go to the white party. Let's go to the Wonderland party. I'll be like, okay, I'll see you there. You mm-hmm. know, I'll meet you there. Because me and her will be walking around, chit-chatting, having fun, and I'll be more focused on the hanging out with her, hanging yeah. out with my friends, more than, like, the actual party. Because, it, I mean, these parties are just, like, going to a club. The only difference is that you'll see maybe five, six, you know, porn stars. But other than that, it's just like any party. It's a venue yeah. with a bar, with a DJ, dancers, waiters, VIP tables. That's it. Yeah, I dig that. You think uh, so? How many? How many? How many trans categories are there? Just one. There's just one. I wish they had more. Yeah. Is there? Is there? Uh, is there? An aw- is there a mainstream award show for this industry that is that you think is doing a very good job of recognizing this, this, this chunk and this, uh, um, and the movement that's clearly you know uh, more becoming more mainstream and becoming a whole other category? Do you think anybody has has taken the 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 initiative to like make you know fifteen trans specific awards. Um, well, not for AVN. There is, of course, you know, the TEA award, which is the Trans Erotica Awards. Yeah. There is the you know many vids. There's all the Pornhub awards. There's all yeah. these different awards, and the majority of them, except the trans awards, they have two tops um, yeah. categories for. How trans. many do you think there should be? I think there should at least be, you know, five, you know, yeah. four at least. Now, I don't, and I don't know, I didn't, I didn't actually like research it and put it on a spreadsheet or whatever, but uh, are, 
for performer of the year, I think this award show just has performer of the year and it's not and it's a non-gendered category, is that correct? Well, it is trans performer of okay. the year. So that's the only trans category. Yes. But are there is there there's no crossover categories at all? Uh, what do you mean crossover? Like um like cuz I'm just trying to figure out if every category is gendered in a, in a certain way. Like yes, is it, is there it is female performer, male, male be, um, clip artist, yes, best male, like that kind of. So okay, so yes. th and there's just for example, one thing that they should do that I think that they should do at ABN is, you know, they give an award to the best male performer, yeah. best female performer, um, and with those two, then you have best male um, by um, men, best um, male creator content, yeah. best, uh, you know, each male and female have like this, all these different yeah. categories. At least I would like to see, you know, trans performer of the year, uh, which is for us trans girls, but also um, trans male performer yeah. of the year. Sure. As well as trans producer of the sure. year, trans director of the year trans film of the well year what if was well i mean the movement now i think ever that we're that i think we would all like to get to is just on gendering everything yeah i mean it is should it'll be hard to you know these how did you say these gender degendering on yeah. yeah it'll be hard because i mean you still need those, even though you know sometimes we want to be say we all want to be equal and yeah. treat everyone the same. Sometimes we need those, you know, um, basically guidelines or you know lanes. Yeah. You know, because one, it helps build structure. It helps build, you know. Now you're not you're not fighting with all these people. You're fighting with the, you're not fighting, but like you're competing with the sure. people on your same category. Yeah. You know. Um, whether you're male or female, I think that it's more of the preference yeah. about that um, should be, you know, instead of giving more to the females, more to the males, be equal with yeah. both the three genders. I sure. mean, I, I believe that there's three genders now so open, which is um, being uh, male, female, and transgender. Yeah. That you can go male to female or female to male. Sure. You know? Of course, there is the binary and queer and all that stuff, but then those all just fall into the umbrella of, you know, um, non-conforming or yeah. non-binary, um, which they go swing both ways. It's sure. like, today I feel like a girl and right. today I feel like a guy. That I didn't understand. I'm like, okay, make up your mind. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, this is, this is, I think, a chat that's, that's missing from the discussion, which is like... Um, in in the in this big desire to let everybody um, have freedom, we forgot to tell people that are uh, at any stage of transitioning to love themselves. Mm -hmm. It's the the, the It's not there. Like the the like as a you know as I have all the I have all the things that you're that you that is that you're not supposed to have anymore. The white uh, male, you know, all of the things. All white male straight, right? And there are times in all of the discussions and all of the campaigns where they tell me to love myself. And in, in our need to go, well, we don't know how you identify and all these things, we're not going. At, ever, at all of the stages of the thing, we need you to love yourself and accept yourself, and then we'll do the same. It's just sort of like, there's like this rush to identify now. 
yes. rather than uh, the, a rush to appreciate. Yep. And I think we need to change some <laughs> of that, some of that like language and some <coughs> of those ideas. I think people get too wild with labeling themselves. Right. Well, because everybody wants to be on the cutting edge. Makes sense, you know. Um, I mean, to each their own, but I think that, you know, if you're not going to, if you're going to label yourself, label yourself once you're 100% sure, sure. Of what you want to do. Yeah. You know, because. That's, that's a good way to say it. I mean, one day I've seen people that one day they're like, oh, I want to start, you know, dressing up like a woman and this and that. And then the girl, the they will transition into becoming a full transsexual. And then within two, three years, they're like, oh, I guess I didn't like the boobs. Now I'm going to go back to being right. a guy. And it's like, okay, perfect. But if you would have, you know, acknowledged who you were and what you really wanted since the beginning, you yeah. know, you would have saved yourself. You know, so much well time, and, and it is hard, and, it's, and especially, and I think this is this is the trouble is it is hard, and uh, because I think there is, and there is a little bit of uh, um, as a peer pressure to every community, right? Yeah. People and trying to fit. I think that's what it is. Example: some gays, some guys that are super feminine, think that they will attract more guys or will be more accepted if they become transsexuals. Right. You know, female, right. which is perfect some guys think that if they act more manly they will get you know more guys or get treated differently or not get harassed not get bullied yeah it's all about trying to fit in you know all yeah. about trying to find a group that you feel comfortable with and i some people like you know queers um non-binary all of these people they're making their own little groups but it's like you know it's like having you know a little kid with a sticker with a you know sticker paper mm -hmm. and you tell him go put a sticker on everything you want they went crazy and they put a sticker on right. everything sure. you know so it's like might as well take 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 it all i feel like this these people are are doing it like that it's like well i want to be non-binary queer uh ethically non-monogamous yes. all the hot words like okay are you describing your um, sexuality, your gender, or you're just going hashtag this, hashtag right. that, hashtag here. Or you're here. reading a menu in Brooklyn. Right. Um, do you think this is this is always I've always phrased this wrong, and then and then I've sort of fallen into the uh, um, the wrong estimation of what I was trying to get across. But do you think that there is a a pressure in the trans community for people to to start to modify themselves surgically and start to and start to make changes in other ways other than than just what what you whatever you can do at home. Do you think there's a do you think there's a, a I mean yeah, a pressure for like to be accepted to that you have to then fit these other standards that maybe you weren't thinking of. It's like if I want to go this direction, then I got to go immediately and meet a surgeon. Do you think that that's something that's that's hovering around? I think that's a very personal decision. Um, and it's different for everyone. Um, the moment that I put, you know, a hairpiece, uh, makeup, and, uh, and women's clothes, of course, immediately I was like, I look pretty. Oh, I, want, I wish I could have boobs and this and that. But it didn't, it took me like almost five to six years to actually get my boobs because of course I was still a minor and a doctor is not going to do surgery on you if you're a minor. But um, when I got my boobs, 
there was a time that I lost myself. Like I had this big boobs and I felt like I was the queen that, you know, people should kiss the floor where I walk. And, you know, I got very conceited, very obnoxious, my friends said. Sure. And they told me, they all got me, you know, they run out me, run out around me. And they're like, look, we're going to tell you one thing. Nice boobs. You're looking good. You're polishing yourself. Great. But don't lose your essence. Don't lose being humble because right. now you're just looking like any other bitch. Yeah. You got the boobs for you, not to throw them in someone's face. Well, right. unless you're getting paid, <laughs> but not to be like, you know, making other people feel bad because they don't have them. Make girls that are coming new, yeah. you know, that you're better than them because you had the boobs. Yeah. The boobs are for you. Yeah. Own them, period. Don't brag about them. And of course, I got annoyed because I'm like, I'm not doing that. And then I realized that I was. Sure. But it was like you said, I got this little thing and it's like, okay, now I got to go the whole way. I need to do this. I need to do that. Yeah. And yes, there is that, you know, rush of like, I need to get it as soon as possible because I want to look as hot as possible like this. Yeah. You know, people that does that. A person that will get, you know, a surgery this month and another surgery in three months and another surgery in six months. One, yes, it gets addicting and it's nice looking better and better and better. But people lose themselves. Sure. Like they start, you know, fantasizing in front of the mirror. All they're doing is just like looking at themselves. And it is good to love yourself, fall in love with yourself and like be obsessed with yourself, you know. But when people start doing so many, so many surgeries, they lose their personality, they lose, you know, they don't look like they used to look any anymore. Well, which is, that's the purpose. But sometimes they do so much, so fast, that they end up changing things back. Right. Like there's been girls that they've got their boobs done three times and bigger and bigger and bigger and then it gets to one day that I'm like okay I don't want them no more I don't want really tiny little ones and then the next year they go and get big ones again and it's yeah. like great for you that you have the money girl but you know chill yeah. or don't you know stress your body because it can you know fuck up anytime yeah I mean and, and again this is this is just a thing as an outsider with no personal experience and then this is where I bump into trouble because they're like why you know where do I get off having the discussion but it is it does feel like um, it does feel like you know if you want to if you want to join the community then there then there's an estimation that surgery is something that's uh, like an immediate like like a uh, <laughs> wristband into, th yeah. into the community um, it's like a golden pass. I got boobs. Now I'm a transsexual. Right, okay. right. So it's it you know it's co the question is whether you know it's I don't know. There's no other there's no other com comparative thing where where that's that's your entry. You know, um, so it is. It's interesting. Uh, okay, so the rest of this. You said you're staying in Vegas, like yes. beyond, because you so you didn't Wednesday. you didn't come early and shoot content. You're I you're did. Of okay. course, I've been here since Tuesday. How much work are you gonna get? in this in this week like wha how much content do you think you could put out in i'm doing two scenes a day monday okay. tuesday and wednesday oh shit yes i need to do content for my side and i need to do content for i need to do content for my main side i need to do content for my only fans i need to do content for my snapchat yeah i need to do content for my youtube video um, channel i need to do content for my um clips for sales and what all is that your stuff. what do you what did you come up with as the number for how often you should be putting stuff up 
What's um, your secret number? It's not a secret number. It's pretty much as I play it by ear and how it goes. Because if I, I, if I prepare myself of like, okay, this month I need to do, you know, one shoot every week and upload it. Sometimes the models are not available. Sometimes I'm not available. I get to, I have to travel somewhere else. Yeah. That it just doesn't place that way. So if in one week, like right now, I have these four different performers, if I have the time and if I have the energy, I will, you know, um, do them all at, um, as much as I can yeah. and get as much content. And then for the next two, three weeks, if I, shoot content great if i don't oh well because i will have content that i just made plus i have a bunch of content in my server that still needs to get edited and right, still needs right, right, to right. be worked so i have a lot of um how do you say i have a lot of content in the, on the, in on the, the cake in Wait, the can cake. yes in the can yes. that's what i'm saying so it's like so what but what's your goal number every week are you trying to put out a video a day, a video a week? Once a week. Yeah. Yes. Uh, on my Snapchat, it's pretty much um, daily or sometimes like three times so a, a week. But when it my website and my OnlyFans, I like to upload for my website because my website is um, more upscale, more produ stuff. produced. Yeah. Yes. Um, I only upload twice a month on my website okay. because it's usually those scenes are like about 10 20 minutes just yeah. like any other point sure and then on my only fans i do upload like try to upload once a week or sometimes three videos a week because they're those those videos are like five minutes each tops yeah so um and then my snapchat is just like you know uh so 60 second yeah. um uh segments i guess of sure, sure, different sure. little clips okay so, well how do, so how do so let's go right into that. How do we how do we find your stuff? How do we pay for your born? How do we follow you? How do we do all the things? Of course, you guys can just go and check me at my main website, my portfolio website, which has all my websites put together, the links, the bios, everything, and it's jessiedubaiparty.com. Very cool. And then spell everything just so we don't do anything wrong. J E S S Y Dubai, like the city party.com all together and i also have my uh, website Je the jesse dubai twitter at ts jesse instagram the jesse dubai and my free open public snapchat jesse dubai free oh nice okay very cool um, so check out all those things. This is the Burns Repeal Podcast. We drop a new episode every Monday. Rebroadcast by the Demon City Radio Network. We uh, are sponsored by Spunk Lube. Um, what haven't I said yet? We, we're on iTunes. We're on Google Play. Whatever platform you're on, we're on the other one. Check out all those things. Um, thank you to my guest. Um, we do uh, a little bit of uh, like BTS safer or content for s Instagram. So I'm gonna come up with a with a little fun challenge for you that we can do in about a minute. So check out that stuff as well as our uh, extra features and uh, go follow and like and pay for all the porn. Thank you guys for listening and watching. <laughs> <laughs>